All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What is up, guys? How are you? Happy Wednesday. It is uh, a little late. I'm going to say it's 4 o'clock. It's not 4 o'clock. It's 4.12. We're a little late uh, on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. Real 1100 AM and I would say beautiful Midtown Atlanta. I can't necessarily call it beautiful because it's raining. It's like rain and sun and rain and sun. Nah, it's depressing, dog. I'm going to say it. It is depressing? Is that yes. the word we're using? Yes, we're using the D word. Pause. Well, I'm not going to do it. Yep. It's not technically a family show. It's just regulated by the federal government, so we can't really mess with it. So I'm not even going to, you know, I ain't going to mess with it. All right, welcome. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Okay, we had a little delay here, technical difficulties, but we are back. I know you guys were so sad. If you are in your car right now and you are listening to me, thank you. I am your drive time radio host from 4 to 6 right here on Real 1100 AM. And to everybody on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, what is up? Everybody's like, I'm glad it worked out correctly. Everybody's like waiting on edge. Is there going to be a show today? There's always going to be a show. <laughs> when, even when there's no show, there's a show. Speaking of shows... The last two weeks on this show, I said Denver. Ooh, the Denver Nuggets. The other D word. I'm, I'm not impressed. I said bad. Denver. <laughs> What's up, Mr. Garage Doors? I said Denver. And everyone's Denver's like the looking at me like. Seed and, 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 in the Western Conference. And, 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 they better have won and, this thing. And, 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 I mean, I just think Miami. I mean, I was like, man, Miami is tired. Oh, but you didn't put any bets in for Denver, right? I'm not a betting girl. Oh, that's the reason. I don't do bets. Mm-hmm. Sure. Only sure. thing I bet, I bet on two things MTW and black. That's it. Well, there's a lot of black players on both sides. So. Well, that's not what I meant by black. Oh, no, I'm saying it. We're, all, <laughs> we're leading it all out here today. <laughs> I am heated. I refuse. To I, I, and you wouldn't believe me. At the end of the playoffs, I was like, this is Denver's, this is Denver's, this is Denver's time to shine. Like, it is. This is what's happening. And you, you looked at me and you Instagrammers now that want to be my friends are like, you know, you're like, ah, Denver, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yes, Denver. And I stood behind it. You guys wanted me to fall to the naysayers. Not having it. Not having it at all. Name me three Denver Nuggets players. Go. I don't. I like wait. You. I'm not. I wait. It's fine. I we have time. Like it. It's the first part of the show. We got time. No, I don't have any time for that. We lost so much time in the beginning mm. that I don't want to spend time on it. But you can name two Miami Heat players. Though, right? I don't care about the players. Okay. It's There's no I in team. <laughs> no, but there are players. On but team, there isn't so. in me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jeez. I just want to say, I don't want to say I told you so. But I told you so. So funny that people that don't want to say it always find a way to say it. You yeah. know what I mean? I hate to say I told you so, but I did. And I don't want to like you know. I don't want to stay on it too long. That's what he said. I don't want to say that. Ew. 
<laughs> but I just want to say I know what I'm talking about. I don't need details. I told you I'm connected. I told you I know these things. I don't need details. When I say it is what it is, that's what it is. And you know what you need to do? Fall in line. Okay. You should have been like, you know what, MT Dubs, you're pretty good at this stuff. Like, I don't know how you know, but sometimes you just know. So I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm going with you. That's what we're doing. Interesting. Thank uh, you for I'll that. I appreciate time. that. I appreciate that. Thank you. On brighter news, keep that going. Happy 77th birthday, Donald Tara. <laughs> it is. Really? It's, yes, it's his birthday today. Ironically, you said, is he going to jail? I'm like, who? You know who? <laughs> it's like in the community. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, your boy. You know what I'm saying? He's been going crazy. OK, so what do I mean? What what realistically? I mean, OK, first of all, you know, he's never going to jail, right? Oh, no. I'm, yeah. Nah, nah. You know, he's it's not happening. He probably like do, you know, the inside walking in saying, hey, to everybody and then make his way out. I mean, nah. it's just not happening. So we really got to figure out what's about to happen here. Biden can't stand up straight on stage. This dude has tripped on everything known to man. His bike, I'm, the rocks, I'm stones, being honest with you. sandbags. It, it's like two comedians running against each other, but they're very <laughs> older and are like very straightforward. <laughs> it's like, like it's, it's funny to watch, but it shouldn't be. That's the, the problem. The whole, here's why I say, well, not here's why I say, but here's another reason why y'all just need to focus on local races. That's so true. The local race, like, yes, president is it's cool. Yeah, it's important, right? But the local races all the way down, and if there are young people listening, if young people are listening, hear me clearly. If you want to make the biggest difference in the world, run for school board. Starting your school board. Hmm. Like when you can affect how our kids are taught and influenced and uh, molded, when you can do all of that, right? When you can do that, then you know you're making a change. You make the biggest change at the lowest level. That makes sense. Because, you know, us Thank you for that. Give <laughs> lots of applause today. One, because I know basketball. Two, because I'm super connected. Three, because I'm dropping all kinds of gems in here for y'all. See, y'all don't know. When you listen to the According to Michelle show, you realize it's, it, it's According to Michelle, but it's not about Michelle at all. It's just my name on it. It's about you. We are here to inform, empower, inspire, a little bit of entertainment. I know I have a little bit of a dramatic side that tends to come out when the lights come on. <laughs> All you. <laughs> like, what did she smoke before she came in here? Nothing. I'm high on life, friends, as you should be. I need to find life fast. <laughs> find life fast. Is that, a, no, find is, life is, fast. that, is that what it's called? Or <laughs> life. Oh, yeah. That's the new... <laughs> That's the new code word for drugs, life. <laughs> life. What have you been smoking, life? I've been smoking life all morning, and I am high as a kite. Interesting. Yeah, so there's that. Okay, anyway, that's what, that. Yeah, I can't stress this enough. It starts at the local level. School board, your local council, like affect your local community. That's where the change comes, because this presidency crap is like, ridiculous yeah like i mean and he, everybody everybody's in on these big races y'all want to race this is a great example and Derek jackson's gonna call in because Derek jackson just won oh congratulations he was in a runoff 
All right? He was in a runoff, and he just won last night. I was at his watch party slash victory party. And if you remember a few weeks back when he called in, in his district, now I want you all to hear this quickly, and we're going to take a quick break and come back with our guest, Miguel Lloyd, today. In his district, there are 46,000 registered voters, I believe he said. 6,000. 46,000. And 1,900 showed up to vote. 1,900. Out of 46,000 people, 1,900 showed up. You don't have to be good at math to know. Jeez. You know. Yeah, it ain't a lot. Nah, the math ain't mathing. The math doesn't math, right? Okay. Yesterday, I don't know how many people showed up. When he calls in, because he's going to call in later, I don't know how many showed up. It was probably less than that. Um, he won by 14 votes. Well. He won by 14 votes. And his district, 46,000 people. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say between 1,000 and 1,500 people. It's a runoff. Yeah. So you always have less people show up in the, the runoff. Second time, of course, yeah. Right? But 14? 14 votes. So the moral of the story here is that if you really want to affect change, start outside your front door. Really, start outside your front door. Makes sense. Because I bet you, you can't tell me the last five bills that were passed in Congress. Why? why? Be that's my point. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you're right, though. There, there's you no can't reason. tell me that. But I bet you if something happened in your neighborhood, you'd know. I bet you if you, you know you know where to call and make sure you, got, you, you know how to get uh, sidewalks put in on your street. You know, you know how to organize community meetings to, 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 to um, attack, you know, if there's high crime rates. Yeah. You know, to call and bring the city council out and, and the police chief. And, like, you could do all that right there, right now. So that's the thing. We're worried about, we're, we're worried about so many of the wrong things in this country. But I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm going to leave it there because there are brighter days ahead. Certainly brighter faces. I'm looking at one right across from me. We got to take a quick break. We got Miguel Lloyd here today, VP of Marketing and Communications for the Atlanta Black Chambers. We're going to be talking about business, entrepreneurship, branding, social media, starting, you know, your own company, trials and tribulations, all of these things, networking. My net worth is my network. That's in a rap song, right? I feel like it is. Somebody said that. <laughs> it's 422. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Miguel Lloyd at 5 o'clock. It'll be the top of the hour. Senseless shenanigans, 530. Ask Michelle Derrick Jackson will be coming in. This show is sponsored by Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. I got smart water right here. And if you were smart, you wouldn't do anything. You won't touch that dial. You'll keep driving. You'll do all the things. And don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the backside of this break with Miguel Lloyd. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. 
kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Get your copy today. Michelle. All right, we are back on According to Michelle. Was somebody just beatboxing? No, it was the interference. Oh, that was interference. Okay, I was like, sheesh, we got <laughs> we're all kinds of interesting information. Jerome's like, I told you. I made it very clear. You did, and I am a great listener, so I'm turning it down. What's up? Welcome back uh, on Real 1100, according to Michelle, with Michelle Taylor Willis. Welcome to all of our Facebook, YouTube, Instagram listeners and watchers. I just, first of all, I just want to say thank you. You guys are amazing. Y'all rock with me every week. I know people listen in their cars on the way home. You guys watch this. And then Team Replay is always in full effect because you guys look for the podcast. You listen to the podcast. I get your DMs. I get your messages, uh, your emails through our booking email where you're like, I listened to your show. The information was impactful. That's what it's about. Like, we have a good time. We act stupid. By we, I mean me and I. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, like, we bring amazing talent into the studio so that you guys can learn and make amazing decisions um, and maybe change your life. Like, if you walk out of every show with one thing, that's all I ask of you. I ask that you walk out with one thing, not that you can do differently, but that you will do differently as a result of something you heard from my guest and my guest today is no different right i mean this guy is um i mean he's kind of a legend in his own right not because he's really really old but (laughs) (laughs) but because he's just been around a lot he's got a lot of a lot of wisdom that he wants to depart uh, depart on us i'm sorry (laughs) i didn't say that impart (laughs) impart on us today on according to michelle with michelle taylor wills we got Miguel Lloyd, he's the Vice President of Marketing and Communications of the Atlanta Black Chambers, but he also owns his own uh, media company, Lloyd Media Group, a CEO and managing partner, and he's from the DMV. He went to Phoebus High School, and the reason I'm saying Phoebus is because apparently that's that's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Apparently it's a thing to have gone to Phoebus High School. It's like, you know, I, I meet people from the DMV, and they see Phoebus on all my connections, Uh and they're like, oh, I know. I know you're rocking with good people, Michelle. I don't know what Phoebus is, and I don't know what 420 is, but I'm hoping between now and 6 o'clock somebody's <laughs> going to tell me. Back in 2009, he started his own consulting and media agency, PTP Media Consultants, and he is literally, um, he is a huge advocate for using your network appropriately, for building a community of business owners that can literally, you know, rock and vibe with each other and content, just constantly put money in each other's pocket. And for small businesses, for entrepreneurship, right? He is a huge proponent of starting your own business, growing your own business, building a, a great network of people in and outside of your business um, so that you can grow your business and scale your business. Like he, this is what he stands for. 
But his biggest thing is making sure that once you have all those things, you get it out to the world. Marketing, branding, advertising. That's his thing. And he's going to talk about all of that today. Welcome, according to Michelle Miguel Lloyd. What's going on? What's How going are on? you? Man, I'm wonderful. I'm hanging out with Michelle Taylor Willis today. I well, have you know, blessed, you know. I mean, you know. Y- you know, you know. It's so funny you talk about Phoebe's high school. Can we go? Can we go? We I know you want. I know you want to tell the story. I got to tell, tell the story. story. I got to tell is, the story. Is, is, is he still on? I don't know if he's still on, <laughs> but if he's not, we'll, we'll, we'll he'll get, get we'll, re- he'll get team replay. So Phoebe's high school. I'm from Hampton, Virginia. That's first question. I said, Oh, you're from Hampton, Virginia. Did you go to Hampton? Nope. Behold the green and gold, Norfolk State University. Uh, but I grew up three minutes from Hampton. Phoebus High School was a school that was close to Hampton University. Proud of that. Uh, but before I moved to Hampton, which are people from there, well, he from the DMV. Yeah, I'm from the DMV, 14 Columbia Road, Northwest Uptown, Washington, D.C., before I moved down to Hampton. But we've been out here in Atlanta for about nine years. I love it here. You know, half of us are not from here. The ones of y'all that are from here, y'all always let us know that y'all Grady babies or whatever it is y'all are. You're saying y'all and looking at me, I'm not from here. <laughs> So I don't know anything about what you're talking about. Get out of my state. (laughs) But as you were. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I love this city. I love this. And I appreciate the opportunity to come on with you. No, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity for you being here. You going to tell your story? Oh, yeah. Let me tell my story. So so anyway, so Michelle, we've known each other. We've seen each other around town. Yeah. You know, come to chamber events, whatever. Yeah. So then um, I hear first about you in this play that's coming up that you was in in May. Right. right? And I was like, okay. Oh, that's my man, Dana Hubbard. Phoebus High School. We brought <laughs> class in 82, 83, round and round up in there. My little school, you know, three, 400 people graduating class every year in Hampton, Virginia. I said, all right, cool. She hanging out with my man, Dana. She said, you know Dana? Of course I know Dana. So then, and you didn't even hear from the play from me. You heard no, from it somewhere else. Right? I, I heard from somewhere else. I saw right. you on the bill. I said oh, she hanging out with my man Dana. She's crazy. Out with, hanging out with good people. So then you said, well, you know, we're talking about stuff for the chamber, and you said you want to have this meeting with your new business partner KG. I said, all right, cool. You know, whatever. Just send me the Zoom link. And I saw the name who popped up, and I just laughed. I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to let her know. First of all, Kevin Giles, my homeboy, who I know. We're, there are pictures that are circulating around when we was probably 10 or 11 years old. I can't wait to see Playing those. football with wait. my head big. I was tall, skinny, whatever. And KG is an amazing businessman. He's an amazing networker. He does it better than anybody I know. Except for me. Except for you. I'm, I'm going to let you have that. Thank you. But, but then I was just like, and I told you, I said, what is it with you and brothers from Phoebus High School, <laughs> Hampton, Virginia? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Little Phoebus High School, Hampton, Virginia. I know we bring a lot of smoke. It's a lot of us. We 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 trying to get it done. And clearly, so. I want all of it. Hey, whatever. Clearly, you know, I want all of it because I keep running into like keep running into, and there's more of us. <laughs> yeah, and what is the thing, y'all? Wait, you can't crack a crab or no? That? Those are Hampton High School. Oh, got it. Okay, and there's okay. another dude right here in Atlanta, Kurt Boogie, one of my other my homeboys. He does a lot of amazing parties. He got the Miami Beach week coming up sometime next couple weeks he went to Hampton High School and they be, we be wearing their asses out in football so can I cuss <laughs> I think you can say that you used to be okay. on radio you oh, know okay. what you can say uh, and what you, you know can. what's so funny we, we, we spend so much time on internet <laughs> I know, radio I know I know you, you know internet you can say what you want yeah. but you know we, we, we're no, on terrestrial you're on, so this is terrestrial I, 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 don't, yeah, I don't want yeah. anybody getting fined so, yeah so please because I will send you the bill probably I, and, and, and I will, but I think you can say the A word we can okay. say the A word can't we well I won't say it anymore don't okay. worry about it yeah. Okay. Listen, when I because I came from internet, so yeah. like the first three months, yeah. I was here was a disaster. Yeah, I was just draw. I and they <laughs> and my old producer Greg would just be like, oh, God. <laughs> oh shit. you know what's so funny is that I, I laugh. I, I don't I don't cuss a lot of my two podcasts that we'll talk about those. Yeah, too, your daughter's in the room. So. Yeah. 
my daughter, please. <laughs> she's got a potty mouth. Look how she's looking. She's like <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, give a shout out, Clark Atlanta University class of 2022. She's okay. a film major. All right. And so she's hanging out with us. She's doing some work in the space, too. She but should be one of our interns. She right. could, should come on according to Michelle and do some interning with us. She's like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Mm -hmm. She's feisty, too. I can tell by looking at she's her. Very, she's very, she she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're kind of laid back. I mean, I think you have. I'm, I'm, I'm laid you back in the right environment. Yeah, yeah. He's not laid back. Because you seem like you have an edge, but you don't want to, it's like, we Everybody don't, wanna... don't need to see the edge. Right. You know, I, I don't do the whole, the whole astrology thing, but people say, because I'm a cancer, I'm usually, it, but it kind of matches up, because I'm either down here or I'm up here. What month is cancer? I don't. My birthday's in about two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like this until, you know, you hit the wrong, you hit the wrong note. And uh -oh. then And then, but you won't hit the wrong note, I know. I know. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to ever hit the wrong note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that at Let's all. Let's talk business. Yeah, I, know, I don't want to do I, that I, at I all. know we got a lot of great things to talk about today. We do. Okay, so wait. First of all, start us off because you mm -hmm. started off in radio. I you have a great radio voice. You got a good for all around. I appreciate that. Thing. Yeah, I started off in radio um, in college. I was a. I did everything that you see in this room in college. Uh, uh, w W and S B radio. I did color and play by play, so I know sports, and and I know that you kind of know sports, but. You kind of know what was on the head. My game is football. Oh, wait a minute. No. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's just, I know. Say I it again. I know. <laughs> Say it again for everybody in the back. I'm tired of this nonsense. Now, treat me like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm here every week from four to six. You can come see me outside. <laughs> football is my game. Okay. But I, I did know play sports. by playing color for, um, for football and basketball. Okay. And I played baseball until they, I realized I had no peripheral vision. And that's not good to play baseball. <laughs> couldn't see, couldn't see nothing. Really? They couldn't hit a lick. I catch everything couldn't hit nothing how many times did you get hit with the ball upside your head well no i, I wasn't slow oh. i saw the ball coming i'm gonna move out the way <laughs> i just couldn't hit the ball with the bat that was the problem oh, so i, I settled on basketball I, I, I that was cool did you play ball in college i played one year at juco yeah. okay mm -hmm. all right yeah. and so you why didn't you stay in radio because it seemed like that's kind of i mean you did jazz that, that, you did? It, that's an interesting story i'm gonna tell you the reason why i didn't stay in radio she's sitting right back there you got pregnant well I mean, well, not here. <laughs> but she said no. It Whatever. So, so here, an interesting story. Coming out of college, you know, and everybody, you know, this is 25 years ago, right? They had this story. Okay, well, you got to go do the internship, right? right. Oh, yeah. And, and so I was in college. I did play-by-play. -play, I did color. I was a sports analyst. And back in the day where now you see all these Shannon Sharps out here, that wasn't like that 25 years right. ago, right? So it was always white dudes from the Midwest who got all the jobs. Okay. So I went to the local sports station. And I said, you know, hey, I've got four years, play-by-play, play, color. I've done all the things, and we've got some bomb people that came through our program. And I'll never forget, I won't call his fat name, but it was a mm. dude that was a sports broadcaster in Norfolk, Virginia. And for people who've done sports broadcasts, this will make no sense. He called every game by himself. He had no color man. He had no sideline reporter. He was 400 pounds, and he would sit up in the, in, the, in the booth and call football and basketball games. And so I went to him as this young guy coming out of college. He said, hey, sir, I'll intern for you for free. You know, I have these four years. I've been calling games in Norfolk State. He looks at me and says, what do I need an intern? What do I need a color man for? And at that point, I said, well, I'm going to go over here to the sales department. Mm. Oh, what I found out real quickly is that the money is actually made on the sales yeah. side, right? Yeah. So I started off in radio sales. I still worked in Norfolk State doing play by play and color for about five years after that. And then, you know, money and raising kids. And, and I was just like, and so. You got, so you got married pretty soon out of college. No, 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 no. I, um, no, I didn't. So I got married, I don't know, almost 15 years now. But um, what I did do early on was I was on Block Talk Radio. I was on Internet Radio podcasting 
12 years ago. Right. Before everybody, now everybody got a podcast. Yes. I was podcasting where it sounded like AM radio and it sounded like. Before people, it was cool. Right. Kind of like tofu. Tofu right. is cool now. Right, right, right. We were eating tofu 30 years ago. Yeah, I so, get it. So I, I stayed in the radio space. I never gave up that love for it. I always tell people in a minute. You know, if we're doing a show or something, I got my old radio guy. If I hit too much dead air, I'm going to say something. Right. Because that's just the way I'm that's trained, right? right? Yeah. So so I, I do that when I train other people and things in that space. Because not everybody needs training. There's a lot of people on the radio know what the heck they're doing. <laughs> they need a little bit of training. This is one of the things that we do. But that was the thing. And then once you started making money on the sales side, now, there's certain radio guys and girls who are making, they're doing very well. They're yeah. great lifestyles. But... I wasn't trying to go from making. Well, no, I mean, you eat lobster one night, one day, and you can eat Burger King the next. Right. It's like selling cars almost, right? right. You know, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so, but I, I love radio. I love, I love the space. I love the medium. Um, I love where media has gone in the last ten or fifteen years. That that is really, and what has happened in the last five years with black podcasters in that space. That's something I would love to talk about. Uh, there's a lot of energy in that space. Um, there's a lot of opportunity in that space. Uh, to get your voice out. But please, we you get on these mics, please do your research. Please know what you're talking about. Right. Please just don't take that blog that has no references and say, this is fact. You know, like, no one in Tessie or Tyler Perry has brought BET yet. But everybody's talking about it. Cause, I mean, it's the, but that's the, that's, that's the world in which that's, we live, that's, right? That's the be, world in which we live. Mm-hmm, Guys, we got Miguel Lloyd in here. He is a marketing consultant. I mean, a radio aficionado. Uh, a <laughs> of marketing and communications with Atlanta Black Chambers. And listen, speaking of opportunity, mm-hmm. I think we got somebody on the phone right now that has a huge opportunity tonight. Delapo is here. He is a film producer. Uh, I mean, actor, uh, investor, um, entrepreneur, business person. And he's got his second iteration of the screening room where he actually convenes creatives and stalwarts in the film and entertainment industry and brings them together to help those who want to be in the industry. It's going to be tonight, 7 p.m. at his, <laughs> he's also a restaurateur, at one of his restaurants, Blue Lagoon. Um, and he's here just a couple minutes to tell us a little bit about it. Delapo, gosh, I almost forgot his name. Delapo, speaking yeah. of dead face. Delapo, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Good. I almost forgot your name. I was like, I just said it, and now it's gone. <laughs> What's going on? I'm just, uh, you know, we're here. We're listening to your show. We're a big fan of your show, and um, Thank you. we just appreciate you bringing bringing some entertainment to us every week. <laughs> and, uh, so we're glad to call in and be a part of it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the screening room tonight. Well, the screening room is really just a um, platform to allow uh, up-and-coming filmmakers to uh, communicate and share their projects and get uh, constructive criticism or feedback from our um, from our panelists. So we have different panelists from uh, in the industry, expert panelists uh, from BBC, TV One, All Black, uh, uh, Prime. And they come in wow. and they give uh, these young filmmakers feedback to help them finish their project. Wow. Listen, you know what's interesting? So Miguel Lloyd is here. Miguel um, was formerly in radio, but now he's in marketing, communications. Um, he has his own media um, consulting company, but he's also the VP of Marketing and Communications for the Atlanta Black Chambers. And his daughter is in here. Um, she's at Clark. And she's majoring in film. This graduate. She's actually graduate. Oh, she graduated in 2022. 2022. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2022. I do remember that. Um, maybe this would be a great place for her to come. 
Absolutely. I mean, we don't charge at the door. It's free parking. I don't know. Can she hear him? You can hear him, can't you? But more importantly, you know, um, if she, like, I don't know what lane she's in. Is she, is she an actress or is she behind the scenes? or? Yeah, she's behind she's, the scenes. Yeah. She's, a, she's a writer uh, and she's uh, she's worked on a couple of films, uh, interned on a couple of films. Uh, so she's got some experience in the space and the desire for sure to get into the world of uh, content creation. Well, I would tell her to definitely come and she'll get the opportunity to meet uh, Cass Beatles, who is the uh, top writer for Lifetime. So Lifetime mm. uh, created a what they call a mahogany um Mahogany, yeah, and she's one of the top writers for um, that particular uh, brand, and she did the first couple of movies there. And she's he's really a powerhouse, a great writer. So, if she gets an opportunity, I would love to introduce her to her. I appreciate that, brother. There appreciate you go. It, for sure. There you go. So it starts at seven o'clock. Is that Blue Lagoon? Absolutely, seven o'clock. Blue Lagoon, two two six three Chester Bridge Road, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, three zero three two four. And you gave us a whole address. We have no excuse not to you show know, up. I don't play. You know, <laughs> yeah, no excuse not to show up. That's hey, real right. quick, you want to drop anything you got coming out, D? I'm sorry, Michelle. Say that one more time. I said real quick. Do you want to drop anything you've got coming out? Yes, yes. So um, currently, I'm filming a new project with uh, Zane. Um, you might remember Zane. Yeah. He was one of the top uh, writers in uh, the U.S with the uh, Sex Chronicles and things like that. Well, she's ventured into filmmaking. So we're actually shooting a, a new movie called uh, Toxic Relationship. Um, we're really excited about that project. Uh, so we're currently filming that. And then we have another project called um, Killer B&B that's in post-production. Um, and then we have a couple of red carpet screenings coming out. Um, we have a movie called uh, Finding Destiny. It's about a female basketball player. That one we're going to premiere in Atlanta in July. And then we have another movie coming out called uh, Dating COVID. And uh, the Dating COVID got picked up by um, the Atlanta AIDS Foundation, and they're sponsoring it. So we're really excited about that. Gathered in a couple of film festivals. Um, and last but not least, Shameless Plug, Waterboys is coming out later on this year uh, with Coke Daniels. We have uh, Quavo in there, Lala in there. We've got some of your biggest stars in that movie and we're really excited we've got quality control doing some of the music so we're really excited about that wow that's awesome congratulations on all of that d tonight you can see delapo and a whole panel of industry execs at this uh the, the screening room 7 p.m blue lagoon be there or be square do people can, still can say i ask that? him a question real quick yeah, yeah sure how your it. time is no, so, no no just hey it's your time go for yeah it. no no because i think that 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 you're doing something that a lot of people need to understand it's there's a lot more opportunities in content development filmmaking than has ever been right there's a lot of platforms a lot of ways to get it out what sort of advice would you give like young uh, up and coming or even not even so much young there's people who have been trained because i think the young people have more aggressive you know, mindsets about it than, than some people maybe in their 30s and 40s that say that time has passed. For some folks who may want to get in the content creation space but think that time has passed, what would you uh, advise them to do to get uh, to, to, to get back in the space? I would say the, the best neutralizer for maybe time that has passed by is technology. Mm-hmm. With technology, we can now create different projects at a very high level for little or nothing. So uh, it's never too late. If you have an idea, my suggestion is don't stop and don't be confined by oh i'm an engineer or i'm an attorney or i'm an accountant no you can 
Um, and there's a lot of people out there willing to help you. You just got to get in the room. So I would say the biggest advice is don't stop. Get your ideas. Decide you're going to do it. And you're going to see the universe is going to is going to conspire to assist. Mm. Awesome. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, look, D, I think you got two new attendees tonight because one of my interns uh is looking to get in film and content creation and he just said he's gonna he's gonna try to slide through there so just from calling in it looks like you might have got two of my two of my studio peeps already yep okay i appreciate the love we're gonna be here we're gonna be looking for you guys all right awesome listen thanks for calling in Delapo. so according to michelle with michelle taylor willis we'll see you next time okay okay we'll see you guys so I'm glad you mentioned this because I want two questions, be, uh, or a couple things I want to ask you about before we go to break. Okay. Because you transitioned, you had a, a few pivots, right? Yep. Um, you said you love radio. Yep. Um, and then you ended up working corporately in radio. Yep. And then you took the leap and yep. went yep. on your own. Yeah. So a lot of people listening to this show are either entrepreneurial in spirit and they yep. want to do that, yep. right? And they're working in corporate, mm -hmm. or they are entrepreneurs already and they're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. When did you know it was right to make that that jump? Well, it was right for me in part because um, every decision I make, my family is a part of that decision, right? Uh, whether it be my, my, my three daughters, my wife. It's, that's Three always, daughters? Ooh, yeah. You were hard on them, weren't yeah. you? Three girls, man. <laughs> Lord didn't give me one boy, but I got all athletes, so at least, at least, at least I can get out there in yeah. a tennis court or a basketball court with them. So. Uh, but what happened was my wife had gotten a corporate position, and uh, we had to move to the Midwest. And I was just like, all this trying to find, find jobs everywhere I go, even though as someone who's been in sales, you can always find a job in sales. Mm -hmm. But I was just like the flexibility that I believe that I needed to be able to be there for my family and for her being all locked in on the corporate side. I was already doing it. Anybody who's been in commission sales, you know, you pretty much are an entrepreneur. That's right. That's right. right. You know, if you, you just are, don't get to keep all the money. Correct. <laughs> right. So you already are being trained to be an entrepreneur. Right. So I already had the training from from the time. And, and I always people joke, joke me when I say this, but I was a bartender in college. So I worked you for, knew how, and you know how to talk to people. I know how to talk yep. to people. And if you're a bartender or, or you wait tables or serve, you know, you can go in the beginning of the night and walk out with a couple of hundred dollars, you know, back then a lot more now. So I've always had that. I'm going to eat what I kill. Right. Kind of training. Right. So, for, but for people who don't have that experience, I, they have to understand a lot of them have the training already. Mm -hmm. The corporation have already trained you to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. What they haven't trained you to do is be courageous, right? Mm -hmm. And so then you got to say, okay, you know, put, don't, don't, buy, don't buy those, those expensive shoes or don't buy the red bottom for six months. Save up some dough so that if you decide, okay, I'm tired of this job and I'm going to step out. I'm going to be in a position financially to take that leap. Right. So that would be the first thing I say. Make sure you're starting to save up your dough and make I sure you have a that. plan. Right. Thank you for saying that. Thank yeah. you. Because it can work if you throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. But Correct. it's a lot less stressful. It's a lot less stressful. And less anxiety Correct. and headache if you yeah. just have some means already sitting there to run your house. Because there's yeah. two businesses, right? There's your yeah. personal Correct. personal business. And then your professional business. I'm Correct. so glad you said that. You're going to say something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, because if you put yourself in business. But here's the other thing. If you guys did not take advantage of this COVID time to really hone those skills, mm -hmm. you're a little bit behind, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us, are, you know, the, corp, the, 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 the environment has changed. The culture has changed. A lot of us, even working for corporate, are still at home. That's right. So when it's all said and done, you ain't got nobody walking in your office over your shoulder. If you do the work, 
you're locked in and you get a job done, you still have time to develop those other skills to right. do some other stuff. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago when you were on Chamber Live. Everybody's got slashes now. <laughs> you got this job, but you also got this hustle and right. you got that hustle and right. whatever. Right. Develop that passion that makes you feel good because a lot of times y'all don't feel good about them jobs y'all going into every day or y'all right. logging into every day, you know, uh, <laughs> right? But don't do it before you're ready because the stress that it can put on your relationship at home, the stress mm -hmm. it can put on your finances, the stress it can put on your credit, the stress it can put on everything that makes it because it ain't it ain't for the weak at heart. It is is you know entrepreneurship is not for the weak at heart. But there's so many. Think about how many businesses you can start now without having physical locations. That's right, a lot. Without having right, without having to 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 own a lot of you know. There's a time you had to have a warehouse. You got to put all these t-shirts. Even if you're in a t-shirt business, there are ways that you can pre-sell stuff in the clothing space don't have to have it pre-order it people are we're so used to now waiting two three four weeks before we get stuff that we buy now that's just the culture now right so it's not like you're really going to piss off your customers like that if you get a t-shirt line or a clothing line or a dress or whatever and it takes two to three weeks for you to go through the printing process for filming and send it out it's not as bad as yeah, you unless you think. go through amazon well, Cause you, you know, know Amazon that, wearing everybody out. That, but. You know, that is that, like, that mentality. Got to have it now. Got to have it right. now. Got to have it now. Guys, we got Miguel Lloyd in that house, former radio host. He has interviewed some of everybody. He now owns his own uh, media consultancy. He's the VP of Marketing and Communications for the Atlanta Black Chambers. He's an advocate for all things entrepreneurship. He's here on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. When we come back, it'll be 5 o'clock, and that means it's time for senseless shenanigans. I can't wait I'm afraid. to see. I am, afraid too. I can't see what that is. Senseless shenanigans okay. brought to us by just J-Ware. Don't touch anything. More according to Michelle when we come back. Michelle. Michelle. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. We are live in Atlanta on Real 1100 AM. I hope you guys got me on in the car. I know it's tough. It's traffic out there, people beeping and honking. You're probably sitting still. That's a great time to just sit and soak in all this knowledge and there empowerment. You there you go. From the guests that we have today on the According to Michelle show, I want to make sure we give a special shout out to all of our international listeners. On TuneIn and iHeartRadio. What is going on? We love that you guys are here. And I'll give an, an advanced shout-out to uh, uh, Team Replay because I know some of y'all are going to listen and download this podcast on Monday. It is never too late to get you some of the MT Dubs. There's no excuse. There you I'm go. literally everywhere. Yeah, but right now it's 5 o'clock, and that means it's time for Senseless Shenanigans. Senseless Shenanigans today is brought to us <laughs> by Just J Ware. That's J-A-I Ware. She is a black woman that is making her own or has made her own fitness line. And she says she likes it. It feels like a cross between Lululemon and Nike without either of those price tags. I'm waiting for mine now. Mine hasn't come in yet, so I'll let you guys know because you know I'm a workout aficionado. Mm -hmm. But right now we have to support business. So you make sure you go just Jaywear. Go there, order something, get it, try it on, tag me in and make sure you tell her the MTW sent you. Jarrell, what is senseless today? Uh oh, the dramatic pause. This is this is tragic. <laughs> what I'm about to read out to you all. Um Okay, let's just get into it. <laughs> California woman. At least it's not Florida man. Yeah, I'm trying to do you justice. 
Her name, well, she goes by the name Jennifer Eversole. She so went to the S bath. So Eversole. S O L or S O U L? That's a good question. S O L E. Like, so, yeah. Like soul. soul. No, yeah. soul of your foot. S O L E. Oh, that's soul, soul too. Yeah, yeah. Three souls. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Santa Rosa, California woman named Jennifer Eversole accidentally glued her eyes shut, mistaking nail glue for eye drops. Lord have mercy. Didn't we go through that a couple of years ago with um, the girl who glued the glue girl? The what was she? You know what I'm talking about? The girl with her hair. Her, with her hair. hair yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Yeah, I I couldn't even. <laughs> it's not funny. No, it's hilarious. It is. It actually <laughs> is funny. No, because wait. Okay, wait. Was it gorilla glue? <laughs> no, it was nail glue. It was nail glue. So how did she? What was that? A fart? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Just ignore that sound. Okay, wait. How? So this is how the story whole breaks down. Okay. Beginning. She is a mother, so she has kids, and one of her kids is a. She's like she has a daughter, and teenage age. They all share a bathroom space. It looks like, so things get mixed and mingled around and whatnot. Uh huh. And she was helping her daughter put on nails the few nights before. Uh huh. And I guess forgot to take the bottle she was just out rushing. of the room. She's like, oh, my gosh, I got her hair been getting. Uh, just let me get. Oh, my God, her eyes are so red. Uh, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. She, thought, she thought that that, that that was eye drops? Yes. Yeah. She thought it was eye itch relief, like drops. So, sound like it must have been around 420. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I'm Okay, I'm not doing. No. We're <laughs> about to stop right now. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody tell me right now, on According to Michelle, at... 5.04 p.m. with Michelle Taylor Willis, hour 1100 a.m. What is 4.20? And I don't know. I feel like, do you know? Wait a minute, how do I not know? I probably know. I just don't know what's called 4.20. I don't, feel, I don't feel like I should be the one to tell you that. And me neither. I like my I like my arrangement I, I, I have here. <laughs> I, I don't feel like, well, I guess I don't work here, so I can say I guess I can say what I want. <laughs> no, you know who's going to say it? Ooh. The person who put it in that chat. So go ahead, reset. He's on one of these. <laughs> go ahead and have the have the audacity to put that. So 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 four, the, so four twenty four twenty is the, is the, uh, April twentieth. This is how, this is this is the gist of what I know. It's April twentieth is when all the weed smokers celebrate weed. I know oh. there's more to it, but that's about as far as I know. Now there may be more. Well, I'm not a weed no, smoker. No, that's all. I think that's all it is. Is, is, that, is there anything else to it that I'm missing? No. Okay, there you that's go. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And that's I just it. didn't know that. I mean, like. I don't know how you didn't know. You usually like the coolest girl in Atlanta. Call you not know. Girl in Atlanta. Yeah, but you know, I'm not really. It's just not my thing. Now, if you said, like, tequila 420, that, I'd be all that's of that. That's May 5th. Oh, well, yeah, I know about that one. Yeah, I figured it <laughs> so how did they get how did they get this crap out of her eyes? Uh, doctor, of course, she had to be rushed to an amb well. She called an ambulance first and foremost because well, you know put it in her eyes. Yeah, that that reaction's immediate. It's not yeah. like a yeah. you know. So she called who she needed to call. Luckily, she only He's had his eyes. Like no, really, what I heard. Uh, luckily, she was only crazy enough to put him in one of her eyes. So oh no, after the first eye, she was good. She <laughs> had to put it in the other one. <laughs> that sting boy she was like Man. oh my gosh and so yeah. is she okay now yeah she's recovering right now she gained in the process over four million tiktok followers because well there you go everyone is going to everyone was curious on like the trade-off she got one eye but she got four million more tiktok followers now the question is how is she going to mr brand how is she <laughs> going to keep mm -hmm. how is she going to keep these people engaged she got the followers 
She got the followers because Miguel Wilson is in, guys, on according to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. Thank you, Terrell, for that senseless shenanigans. Yes, it was senseless and quite the shenanigans. Gave me chills. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't ruin no one's day while driving. Just crazy. <laughs> Just crazy. Uh, here on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis on really 1100 AM, Miguel also mm-hmm. is a huge proponent of social media and how you use that to build your brand, maintain your brand, mm-hmm. grow your brand, all these things. So... I mean, yeah, how's she gonna keep these people engaged? She got four million TikTok followers now. She's gonna do the other eye. <laughs> I mean, she's gonna gorilla glue her she, hair. She better do a song like, and dance and figure it out because what's, what's that's not happen? that's not something good to be famous about. Um, <laughs> you know, funny thing, funny thing about social media, social media is 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 a gift and a curse. Cause once you start it, it's like drugs, man. It Some is, of the stuff uh, I see people do on social media, I'm just like, turn the camera off, man. Yeah. I don't need to know that. I don't need to see that. I'm just like, did you see what happened to Anita Baker? Wait, no. So, so Anita Baker. I don't know about 420. I don't know what happened about Anita you Baker. Just, you just got here. Know, you're not making all this bread. You're paying attention to none of this stuff. I do know the Denver Nuggets won, and that's what I said was going to happen. But go ahead. So petty. Went. Goodness <laughs> gracious. So, so, so Anita Baker has now kicked Babyface off of her tour. Okay. Why? Well, because Anita Baker with her 65-year-old self <laughs> got caught up in the trolls who was clowning her and on social media. And it's like somebody should have said, Miss Baker, give me your phone. Because she it. got mad because they started talking about her. Because, you know, in, I think it was in Newark. She, he didn't perform because the show started late and whatever, whatever. And, of course, the, the babyface folks got in her comments, got in her DMs, and, and started clowning her. Instead of her just ignoring it, she got in her feelings. And the next thing you know. She's punishing him. For his man, for his people, yeah. and I'm just like, Miss Ma'am, just just somebody take your phone. So, so here's a perfect example: somebody should be managing social That's media right, for Anita for her. Baker. She shouldn't be even be, doing you, her because own. you don't. How's she even keeping up with that? She didn't kept up with it, and she was getting trolled. And next thing you know, she got all types of uh, bold capital letters in her comments, misspelling, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, she didn't kick Babyface off her tour. Off the tour. And you know, Babyface, he, just like he did Teddy Riley back on that that, <laughs> that versus, he sat back, he had his stuff together while Teddy was wild. Yep. Same thing with Anita. She didn't hit her with the heart emoji like. Bless you. And next thing you know, she, he'll be on tour. Yeah, he'll be, yeah, and he'll have all and He'll the be the headliner. Because she was kind of like almost saying that, calling him the undercard and, and saying he was the support act. And people were like, okay, Anita, we love you. Right, we do. but come on, let's but not. This I mean, it's ba- baby face. This is baby face. Ba- ba- this is baby face. This, this, this band's got more hits. Yeah, it's baby face. Come on. Dear. <laughs> come on now. So, anyway, but social media. So, let, so yeah, let's double, let's, let's double click on that for a minute, yeah, right? Because. Right. You know, in business, yeah, and building a community in yeah. business, right? Um, and I mean, let's talk about the big ones, right? Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Yeah. And you know, I'm a huge fan, yeah, of social media for to build business, to build business, and the monet- monetization yeah. of that business, yeah. product, service, whatever, right? But let's talk about a couple ways to do it effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and where people can act because people are like, I don't want to get on, so I don't want to do this, I don't do that, and I, and I, I mean, I, the conversation really needs to be at a certain level where people can hear it and understand it Mm -hmm. and know how to do it right well well, you know here's the funny thing social media is is like that passive big brother like facebook doesn't tell you when they change things they just do they just do and you wonder and you wonder like why why is anybody (laughs) why is nobody engaging i got ten thousand followers why did i put this stuff out i get no engagement that's right because they don't want you to get engagement I, i think i wrote a blog post eight years ago when they talked about uh, that that the, because that if they showed you every one of the posts of all the people that you're connected with 
you know, you wouldn't be able to, to engage. It, it would be too much. The other thing is that it's monetization. So, of course, they're monetizing the, that level of engagement. They really want you to go into more groups than just having pages. Right. You notice even you're on your personal page, if you post something about Trump, everybody sees it. Uh-huh. If you post something about your business, nobody sees That's it. That's right. And you're yeah. like, okay, how did I just post this 10 minutes ago right. about Trump and I got 30 comments? And we know sensationalism is still a thing, period. Whether it, it's your absolutely. mama saying it. Or Anita Baker. Oh, about Anita Baker. So, so you know, social media is 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 a necessary evil in a certain way. Um, we all, you either, we're all content creators. Whether you're in content or creating it yourself, so you might as well find a way to manage it to make it make it work for you and your business and your yeah. personal brand. Uh, but you know, it, but it's different. Facebook engagement is different than Instagram engagement. Right. Then there was a time about three years ago where Instagram said, "Stop just posting pictures." Now I got to post videos. Right. Like, oh God, now I got to do videos. And after a while, you got to find out build your community that's the thing about social media it should be about building a community i don't care if that community just because you got forty thousand people in a community don't mean that they're really your community that's right like i know people that are doing very well and they got two thousand people that that's are following right. them because they're engaging with right. you know more of those people and doing business with more of those people so, so how do you engage how do you intentionally build the community that's mm-hmm. going to put money in your pocket on socials you have to be very intentional and you have to be very consistent Right. You, you, if you if you want to talk, if you want to spend half your time because you're mad at Trump, then you better be a pundit who's on radio and doing that type of content. But if you're selling something and all you're doing is talking about Trump, you're bringing in the people, the wrong type mm. of people to your community. Right. 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 There are people right. I know right. who are very successful in in course course creation. Right. They may be selling business ideas or whatever. I know them personally. I know who they like, who they don't like. I know who their favorite football team, basketball team is or whoever. They're very strategic when they talk about those type of things, because if you are a pastor who um, has a successful church, you don't want to be over here talking about how you can't stand President Biden unless that's the type of people that you want to bring to your community. Sometimes you got to be agnostic. But if you want to go all hard in the paint like Roland A. Martin, then then do it. Right. Just know but that. understand that that's where once you once you once you start you there, do bot, you do box yourself in. Right. Absolutely. And once you box yourself in. It's really hard to get outside of it's the hard box. to get because the algorithms, the way they build, the way they the way they feed your content, it's to other people who they feel like is going to really engage with your content. Social media is about engagement. That's right. That's what it's about. They want you, you know, it's so funny. We used to always say on Facebook, well, they'll never charge us uh, to be on Facebook. We were wrong about that. Only in one regard, because now people are paying for blue checks. But other than that, don't get me started. Right. On that. But but other than that. It's an audience build. Everything is about data collection. Everything is about people being able to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, being able to go out and sell this you and your lifestyle to a certain brand market community. But then we just got to know how to leverage that for ourselves. And that's the part I think a lot of us get lost in is that we don't have an intentionality in what we're posting, how we're going about right. our engagement. Right. Right. If you have intentionality about your engagement, then you talk to the same type of people, you know, in the business community, we call it your avatar. What is your mm-hmm. avatar? Right. Mm-hmm. If you know what your avatar is, you know who you're trying to engage that's with. Right. If it is a 35 year old woman who's got kids, then cool. There's a young lady. I won't, won't call her name out, but there's a young lady who she posts almost every day. And she is a 50 year old woman beautiful body body banging blah 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 and all she does is dog men every day on her in her community well she can drive engagement she's a female version of kevin Sanders. basically rest in peace basically respectfully right so now you have there's a market for that type of community 
And she's got a huge community of women who want to jump into her comments and talk bad about men. And then the men want to jump in the comments and fight the women in the comments. And oh, by the way, you can join her community for (laughs) $99.99. Right? So, so. It's not bad price, actually. (laughs) It's it's really how people are moving in this social space. And you're seeing it in music. You're seeing it in the culture. I saw the Breakfast Club talking about this today when they said this is the first year and first time in 30 years. There's not a rapper, hip hop artist that has reached number one on billboards. And I had to give Envy his props because his his it wasn't Envy. Actually, it was was Charlemagne that said these artists are so focused on algorithms and Mm -hmm. not making great content. Right. Right. And, and keep it. Let's just keep it real. Now, these media companies are still not primarily owned by us. Right. Absolutely. And so for years, there was such engagement with black content that it became pop content. It became mainstream. Well, now when you got, you know, there's lines in the sand that has been grown through drawn in the last few years, George Floyd and everything that's going on. And now these people who love country music and pop culture, they're unapologetic about it now. And they want they're saying they have all these grievances. So now for years. You know, the Taylor Swift was the only one. Well, now you got a whole country market that's killing it. You got a whole uh, um, uh, Afrobeats market that's mm-hmm. killing it. That almost came out, feels like it came out of nowhere, right? And, and like, b- like this cult following of things. Right. So so let me ask you this, yeah. right? To the so to the entrepreneur yep. um, that's just kind of getting started, yeah. doesn't have a following, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe some of your Atlanta Black Chambers uh, members, right? Yep. And who know they need, they need, Socials yeah. to help them build their business. Yep. Let's take it's a service. Yep. Because service is a little bit different than it is, right? It is. How do they get started? Like, if you had to give me a one, two, three for jumping into the social media game from you know from LinkedIn to Facebook to Instagram, mm-hmm. like, talk to us about where they should start and how they actually start intentionally building these organically building these communities. Well, they first need to understand who their market is. Right. You have to, you know, in the radio space, when I was in the radio business, you know, if someone goes to to come to this radio station, you know, and you want to advertise in radio stations at radio stations, a certain reach, certain part of town. Right. If you're way out in Rome, Georgia, I don't know if the station will reach it. It It's not not, not going to hit there. It stops right at the stops. (laughs) Right. So the point is, is that geographically, first of all, you know who your avatar is, what part of town are they in? What sort of business are they in? These things are important. On social, you need to start to build those relationships. All this stuff is about relationship building. Right. All we can do in marketing is tell people where you are. Once they come to you, it's your job to close. Oh, my gosh. Say that again for the people in the back. (laughs) Right. We can't close it for you. Gosh, I say that to people. Well, I didn't didn't get any business from it. I, I, all I promise you is I'm bringing them I, to I'm you. Bring, I'm bringing, that's you it. You need great salespeople. That's you need to it. hire new salespeople. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And you got to understand, you know, there are so many, there's so many ways to monitor, to, to monitor and watch that growth. So to answer your question, one, find out who your market is. And your market is the same people you're doing business with now. Like if 80% of your business are black women who are 40 plus, then you need to talk to more black women who are 40 plus, Right. But then you have the situation where in the radio business, you would have somebody walk in the door and says, you know, they own a restaurant that's in Gwinnett, right? And they like men to come in. But for the most part, actually, when you look at who's in the restaurant, it's actually the women who are looking for those men that are in the restaurant. Maybe you need to talk to the women. That's right. Because what we that's know, right. if you're in a club business, or you're, if anywhere women are, men are going to follow. That's right. I'm so why person. are you talking to the dudes? Yeah. Right? You know. We follow y'all quickly. Then it's another way around. That's a different conversation. 
but 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 come but, back and we had that one right so 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 my point is that you got to know your market a lot of people don't know their market they want to open a business and mark talk to people that they want to talk to instead of people who are doing business that's with exactly them. right that's exactly you right. got to understand who you're dealing with so once you do that you translate that into a social media environment and you say if you go to linkedin linkedin are business people primarily that are looking to make connections they're right. looking to make b2b type of b when i say b2b business to business connections if you go to an instagram it is a visual medium and that's why you see you know people who sell hair care products and people who sell other things do very well mm -hmm. because it's visual that's right? right facebook is actually a little bit more of a community driven that's type right. of deal right? right and so so you just got to know who you're talking to and each one of those mediums you need to have a different type of message for each one of those mediums yep. sometimes to take that same flyer that you ran on, on linkedin may not work on another platform right and so you have to understand that but then you also talk to people like you and i and, and we you know and you, you pay our rate and then we help you <laughs> well listen on socials <laughs> i know just enough to be dangerous we got miguel lloyd in the studio today i was just talking to somebody about linkedin that a lot of times when i post i post the same ideas mm -hmm. across the mediums yeah but i post them differently right the language, post, is, different. The language is different so yep. like you know be promoting the same thing on yep. on, on instagram and linkedin but I'll say it different. The video isn't the same on LinkedIn right. as the Correct. video on Correct. Instagram, right? Correct. Um, you know, the messaging isn't quite the same. The hashtags are different. The hashtags right? are different. You know, but, it's, but to your point, there's an intention behind all of that. And I think, too, especially with people just getting in the business that don't have corporate experience. Because corporate America teaches you a lot, yeah. to your point earlier. Absolutely. About running a, a business. But, you know, there's this idea of if I build it, they will come. And here's the thing, too. These platforms will tell you. That's right. Study your insights. That's right. Go you into your insights. That's exactly right. I have right. clients, the same exact clients. I can put out the same exact message. And I've been managing their accounts for years. And I will look and say, on this platform, the number one uh, uh, group are women 35 to 45. 35 to 45. That's right. On this platform, their, their best group is actually men 45 to 60. Yeah. You can't talk to a 45, 60 year old man the same way you talk to a 35-year-old exactly right. woman. That's exactly right. So you, then you have to figure that out. How do you change up that message depending on the audience that you're talking to? Some people are just hard-headed and say, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to do it the same. Well, okay, that's fine. But you, they're telling you right now your audience is not going to be receptive that's to right. what you're doing because you're not talking to right. them the right way. And I love using that, too, to your point. This is great information, Miguel. I love using that information, too, so you can see if what you're doing is working, right. right? Because you can look and say like, you know, I wanna be talking to this person that does this, 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 and this. My avatar is Jennifer and this is what right. she Correct. does. But I put those insights and I'm like, oh shoot, I'm talking to Mark. Who's forty five? I don't want. Right. I'm not trying to talk to Mark. Right. Right. But something. Some, you're so, not trying to talk to Mark. But I'm but, talking to Mark. But for some reason, Mark is listening. Mark is listening. So right? now you got to figure out what is Mark listening to. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You, right. So it right. can really go either way. It's just right. a matter of using the information. Well, guys, you mentioned that. Guys, we yeah. got to take a break. We got Miguel Lloyd, VP of Marketing and Communications of the Atlanta Black Chambers here. Um, if you're listening, this he's given us so much information but one of the things i love that we just said and if you can double click on it you should is that the information is out there for you to use it is <laughs> and we're not using it right there's right. so much information out there that really we can really use to build and grow and brand that costs nothing you are you already yeah we already got it right there we're right. not using it right. nobody uses those insights 
but they're business owners. Well, the one, the ones who are successful, they do. Well, that's my, but I mean, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> but you're right. Of, right? Correct. Correct. Right? But you're right. Yes. So that's the thing. That's why he's here. According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to everybody on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. When we come back, it'll be 530. You can call in 404-603-8770. Time for Ask Michelle. But you don't have to just ask me. You can ask Miguel. Ask Michelle brought to you by Just J Wear. Fitness Wear for the novel, clean, urban woman. Make sure you check her out. JustJWear.com. Don't touch anything. When you come back. Be time for Ask Michelle on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. We'll be right back. Michelle. Michelle. You can cha-cha-cha on this Mardi Gras. I'm the dopest female that you heard thus far. And I do get better. The voice gets wetter. Nobody gets hurt. The longer you let her. Do my thing with an 89 swing. But don't miss the light of guaranteed delight. Because to the hip-hop maniac, the uptown grainy, full effect MC Light is back. Yes. Okay, yeah, I was going to give myself on the pause. I didn't do it, you know. And I love, I, you know, I do that from time to time to see which guest is actually going to go as long as you let. Come on now. Um, yeah, <laughs> please don't get me started on hip-hop. I was just, um, uh, the 50th anniversary, come on now, man. Come on, man. I'm going to LL on July 4th. What? That's going to be bananas. That's going to be crazy. Because uh, Jazzy Jeff is spinning. The Roots going to oh be the live gosh. band. And then whoever they're going to play they, on Is stick. he here July 4th? Yes. LL? Yes, State Farm Arena. I already got my tickets. Oh. What you waiting on? I'm going to go get my about to order me a Sergio Chichini sweatsuit. You're about to, to, what, I'm no, about you're to not, be, you and I could do the, the Adidas? The nah, nah, that's played out. Kango? Nah, I might do a Kango, but I'm I'm, 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 I'm just, just I'm going to be fly. I might need to call and see, man, those sweets are probably but, but I wonder if the sweets are sold out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, NBAF did a uh, did a joint. Uh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, okay, it was yeah. this past weekend. Saturday night. And it yeah. was so it was dope. Great. I know it, it was. was so dope I because you know go. they had headphones and like you could put the headphones on and switch between eras. They had deep, straight mixes. They, in did your they head. do a um, They did the silent yes. party. I love those. Oh, it was amazing. No, I don't want to know. Okay, my family was in town. I could, I went to David Manuel's thing, mm. his cover release Saturday. Okay. And I could I couldn't do both. Ryan but Cameron was there. Okay, I don't want to know. Anyway, going. okay, it's five thirty. <laughs> Welcome back to According to the Show. Michelle Taylor Willis on Red Eleven Hundred AM. Shout out to everybody on iHeartRadio. Tune in. Anybody who's gonna be listening. Team replay is a thing. What's up? You can download the According to Michelle podcast on Friday, July fourteenth. I will be at the Taste of Sofu. We're gonna be in Union City. Um, from 6 o'clock to 10 p.m., we got great talent coming out. I think Norris Gorganius is going to be singing again. Um, shout out to my interns that came out last time. I had a great time, June 14th. And then June 20th, that's next Tuesday, anybody in the restaurant industry, listen up. If you own a restaurant, if you're running a restaurant, if you want to have a restaurant, you need to meet me at the Urban League of Greater Atlanta next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. I'm bringing in... The radio, the radio, the restaurant scientist, Jason Wallace. This is one of our black leading experts in building efficient and scalable restaurants. Mm. And yes, you do have to weigh everything, everything. Mm. He's yes, going to be there from 7 to 8.30, dropping all kinds of gems. Um, I'm going to be there. This is a, a SoFu Lifestyle magazine in partnership with Gagno Media. And the Greater um, Atlanta Urban League. All you got to do is follow me on socials at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. Register. Uh, it's going to be amazing. You won't be able to get this guy. And if you really like him, 
you can go through the course that he's got through the Urban League, and then you can actually hire him as a consultant, kind of like you could do with Miguel. We got all kinds of resources hey, on man. According to Michelle. It's a bunch of entrepreneur Negroes out here. We're trying to get it done. Entrepro Negroes in the house. And finally, <laughs> July 27th. I will be on podium at the National Urban League. I'll be speaking. I'm so excited about that. If you guys are in Houston or if you're going to National Urban League, I don't have all the details yet, but definitely come find me. I'll be in the session on Thursday at 2 p.m. So look for me there um, at the National Urban League Conference. All right, it is 5.30 time for Ask Michelle. I think we have somebody that is called in. Who we got on the line there? What's up, Michelle? Derek Jackson. It's Action Jackson, J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Born in the place they call Big A, because when we rock, we want to stay. What's up, MTW? <laughs> you, that I is spoken. You dropping bars like somebody who just ran a, won a runoff. Yes, yes. Congratulations. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Listen, it was a, a total team effort. You know, I was... I would be remiss if um, I don't think first uh, God, who is the head of my life, uh, my queen, Camille, my family, support, friends, neighbors, constituents. Um, it, it was like Muhammad Ali, the thriller in Manila, and I had to do the rope and dope, and we came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Derek, tell everybody a little bit. So you just um, won your old seat back. You want to take us through the story just a little bit for, for what happened? Yes, yes. So listen, I, um, you know, I, I was first elected in 2016, uh, state representative, and where I had, you know, the honor to serve uh, as a state representative for three terms, uh, six years. Uh, then I decided um, last year when everyone else was running for a higher office, uh, including Stacey Abrams and others, uh, I decided to run for lieutenant governor. And when you do that, you have to um, uh, surrender your seat. And I did that. Um, and, and, the, and the person that succeeded me uh, was a dear friend. She was also obviously a constituent, um, the honorable late Tish Nagisi. Uh, so when my term ended on January 9th, hers started. And uh, unfortunately, um, she only served for uh, almost eight weeks, she passed away on March 8th, and that opened up the seat, uh, made it vacant, and then when Governor Kemp uh, made the announcement, uh, everyone was encouraging me uh, to run for uh, the old seat, and, and we, so we just concluded on yesterday, as you just um, stated, uh, in a runoff election, and uh, like I said, it was like, you know, Thriller in Manila. And we went down to the wire, and uh, I, I, I won by 14 votes. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. before, you, before you came on, I was saying earlier that, you know, um, you gave the statistics. I think like 40-something thousand people, registered voters and only 1,900 came out to vote in the first election. Do you know how many showed up for this one? Yeah. Uh, so out of the 42,000 um eligible registered voters in this district last night only 1,820 so less because we figured it was less it wasn't a whole lot less but like yeah I mean 7%. like uh, it's, it's, uh, I mean it's just it's crazy but I gotta tell you one of the comments 
on Instagram when I gave that, you know, somebody said, well, that just means that people are starting to see that our government doesn't work for us. What do you say to that, Derek? Yeah, so I, I reject that. I reject that. Not because I'm in government. Um, I, I think the reason why folks don't vote, if we going to have an honest conversation on the MTW show, <laughs> I think we are, as a, as a collective, we're comfortable. Huh. And when you become comfortable, you get complacent. And so we don't respond in our community until the pain is on our doorstep. But as I stated uh, in another um, uh, show earlier today, we shouldn't have to wait for pain to be on our doorstep to say, ouch. Mm -hmm. We should be able to say, ouch, without experiencing some kind of traumatic experience or any kind of pain. We should be able to say, ouch, when we need better women's health. We need to be able to say, ouch, when we want a, a solid public education system in our zip code. We should be able to say, ouch, you know, because we need to have access uh, to fair voting uh, uh, elections. And so when, when others say, well, we don't show up because our government don't show up for us, I just reject that on its face because everything in our society, when you wake up, government touches everything. And so when people say, well, government doesn't show up, well, government shows up to make sure you have clean air to breathe, fresh water to drink, to make sure that you have paved roads and infrastructure, that, that you have electricity, that you have health care, right? We just got to hold government accountable. And the only way you can do that, as it was stated by the late, great um, civil rights icon John Lewis, the only way you can do that is through voting. Yeah, yeah. We did it in 2008 with Barack Obama. Then we turned around in 2010, I mean 2012, and voted him back in. Right now, a lot of people would say, well, Barack Obama didn't do much for the black community. I'll reject that, too. Right. And so we just got to we just got to be honest. Right. We're too comfortable. So let me right? we have it better than our ancestors. Right. Our ancestors. Uh, paved the way so that we can be where we are today. Um, but I just think a lot of things that we have today, we just take it for granted. So, Derek, real quick before we let you go, we got Derek Jackson. He just won his old seat back um, in the uh, uh, state representative, District 68, right, Derek? District 68, that's right. It consists of South Fulton and Fayette County. So, you know, before you came on, and you and I have had this, this conversation before, just the importance, you mentioned the presidential races, but the importance of local government, right? You know, just being able to impact what happens locally. And so give us real quick before we leave, what is, you think, the one thing that you're going to be focusing on for your constituents in District 68? Yeah, I'm, my focus is going to be family. My focus is family. If we make sure that every family uh, achieves the quality of life that they desire and that there are no roadblocks or hurdles, then that's where, that's where we win. What, what ends up happening is we start leaving families behind. And when I mean, when I say family, we got to make sure that the family as a whole, and so that we have to have jobs that are available, we need to have wages, real wages, right? None of this minimum wage stuff. We got to have real livable wage. When, I mean, everything that I'm going to be focused on touches the family. 
public education, health care, job opportunity, wages, um, affordable housing, and we could define what affordability looks like. Yeah, because right? that's not but the same. That's is, not, that's not the our affordable housing because, of late, yesteryear. <laughs> huh? I said, yeah, affordable housing now is not affordable housing 10 years ago. But, yeah, but all of that sounds great. I love all of it. Congratulations, Derek. I'm glad you're back. Thanks for coming in. And, and, um, and tell us how we find you and follow you and, and, and know about all the great things you're doing for District 68. Yeah, I appreciate it, Michelle. And again, uh, I can be found. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Derek Jackson. That's D E R R I C K Jackson. Um, I'm also Jackson for Georgia with the le- number four. Um, but I, but you can just Google Derek Jackson, state representative, and it'll pop up. All my handles will pop up. And again, um, my, I'm looking forward to getting back. Uh, this will be my fourth term and uh, focusing on family right here in Georgia, where no family is left behind. No family left behind. Love it. Thank you, Derek, and congratulations again. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate you, and keep up the great work on MTW. (laughs) I'll do my best, my friend. I'll do my best. Derek Jackson, everybody, uh, State Representative, District 68. So, Mikkel, Mm -hmm. um, I want to circle back. So we talked a little bit about, we started off talking about community and right Mm -hmm. buildings community and businesses building community and everybody's talking about networking 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 going mm-hmm. to network and mm-hmm. and joining things like the chambers and mm-hmm. these business organizations and the first thing you hear from people a lot of times and you've heard this too i know right mm-hmm. i mean i'm on the um i'm on the board of directors for the south fulton chamber okay and it's the same thing that you might hear from a client well nobody's buying anything right i'm not getting anything from the chamber mm-hmm. why am i spending this money mm-hmm. Just like I said, right, Derek said, I reject that, right. Uh, right? Right. Talk to us about really how you use a business organization like Atlanta Black Chambers to build your business community and to actually, because let's, be, let's just be honest, mm-hmm. it's great to have people in your network. Mm-hmm. If you can't leverage it mm-hmm. and find ways at some point to monetize it, you can't stay in business. Like this is for profit, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. First thing, and, and this is just my philosophy. I, I believe wholeheartedly in serving. Um, I go back to a kid serving in my church, right? Service is everything. Is it sometimes? And I probably can say I've overserved in a lot of ways. I think a lot of us. Uh, we, yeah, but, I get but, it. but here's the thing: is many of us who dedicate service in business. In that moment, you're like, oh, God, why am I doing this again? But we're okay. Right. Our businesses are still flourishing. We're still uh, we're still doing okay. If you join something like the Atlanta Black Chambers and you do not maximize that to do business and grow your business, we got over s- almost 700 member businesses in the Atlanta metro. And growing and, and counting. And counting. Yeah. We do between 8 to 10 virtual and in-person events a month. We have... 12 uh, um, uh, 12 committees about five affinity groups in our in our organization we're connected to several uh, other chambers of commerce in the southeast we're connected to the u.s black chamber of commerce if you cannot make money out of those opportunities <laughs> you just need to go back to work for somebody because you're <laughs> no i mean seriously because i mean you're not and you describe yourself in right. your linkedin profile you describe yourself as a servant leader I'm right a ser- I, yeah so but but so the servanthood isn't isn't the deal you can still serve mm-hmm. and make money because you have to be intentional about those relationships stop going to these other relationships and with selfish motives mm. right there you go that's another issue people we, we smell each other out where it's kind of like if someone's coming to you and believe me 
my phone, my DMs ring a lot. <laughs> and very, people be in your DMs. <laughs> people Miguel. be in my DMs. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not always about very seldom is that people come to me and say how, what they can do for me. Mm. It's always about what who do you know? I need help with this. Can you help me? Can you connect me with this person, that person, that person? And I'm at the point now after doing this for as long as I've done this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very judicious in who I connect. Because here's the thing. If I connect, if someone calls me and says, I want to meet Michelle Taylor Willis. Okay. Why? You know, what could she, do you want to do some advertising in the South Fulton Lifestyle Magazine? There you go. Shameless plug, I'll take right? it. Right? Well, what is the reason why you want that relationship? Do you want me just to hand that relationship off to you? Because if I hand somebody off to you and that relationship is sour, that person doesn't, then you're going to look at me like, Miguel, why are you? Right. Who are you connecting me with? Right. So I think and you know not to give out my cell number, right? Okay, just checking. Yeah, I'm about to put it on my IG right now. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you know the thing about it is, it's okay to to have intentions of doing business with people when you connect with them. But also say, I always think about if I if I call you, Michelle, when I called you yesterday about an opportunity, there's nothing that I'm going to get directly out of the opportunity. I see you're doing good work. I see it's a need that this organization has, and it's a good match, right? That relationship will flourish. Our relationship, our friendship is going to flourish for years to come. We're going right. to find ways to do business with each other. Stop going to these relationships with selfish motives. That's right. Right? Right. But be intentional. Don't come to all these networking events, passing out business cards, and not following up. That's right. What What is your reason why, if I bring you in a room and you're in the healthcare space, and there's someone that's in the healthcare space, and you guys can find ways to work together, build a relationship, find ways to do it together. Because what we do know is that stop black people. I want you to listen to me right now when I say this. Uh oh, stop the music. Hold on, wait a minute. This is about to be, we're dropping gems. Dropping here. gems. Here we go. Stop right. thinking you can do all this stuff by yourself. Hmm. Because when you go to somebody who's got some real money and you say you can do it by yourself, they know you're lying. <laughs> okay? So stop. I have no problem saying that I'm going to collaborate with X, Y, and Z. And there's people who will respect you more, right? My company is called Lord Media Group for a reason, right? We got people that's on payroll, and I got associates, and I got contractors. I got people who are 1099s. That's that right. I'm not going to have a, 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 I'm not going to have a videographer that I'm paying 40 hours a week because I don't have 40 hours a week worth of work for them right, right now. That's right. But I got some of the best videographers and editors in the business. And when you got a contract and you got some business, I'm going to come in and do what I do, which is direct and produce. I'm going to hire the best videographers in the business, and you're going to have some amazing content to come out the back end. But if you say, oh, I can do everything, if somebody comes to me and says they can do everything, have a nice day. Nice because I know you're lying. Yeah. So, so, so learn how to collaborate. These people. And you man, can use the chambers. You can to use do the chambers. Absolutely. To do that. Absolutely. They, I mean, that's how a lot of these co these companies get these government contracts. They don't know. I mean, she, she don't know nothing about pouring concrete. Right. But she's got it right. And so it's like Correct. learning. That's the other thing, too. Like, we can use organizations like the Chamber. Absolutely. To build a collaborative network so that we can do more. If you, if you go to after these government contracts that are five, ten, twenty million dollars, yeah. and you say you can do it by yourself, Ain't you're no not going to win that contract. Ain't no way. If you go yeah, because you got to, you have to outline your team. You have to outline your yeah. team, and yeah. you come and don't be afraid to say I have a joint venture, and we've got a program within the Orlando Black Chambers. We're working on some some certification programs right now. We got people in our organization who are very successful as government contractors, right? You got a relationship with somebody who's very successful as a government contractor, yeah. right? So you got to look at these situations and say, stop lying to yourself because people who have the resources, they they, yeah. they know. Yeah. They know that you, you're, you're biting off an elephant that you can't chew, yeah. right? So just just be real with yourself. But in the in the meantime, 
do some work at a smaller level where you are and build the capacity. So sometimes it's all about being able to show that capability statement that says, I did this work, this work, this work. And you find the right person that says, I'm going to give them a shot. Mm -hmm. But that person who has the contract, who may be the procurement officer, may be able to say, I know somebody you need to go work with on this big deal. You guys work together and let's get it done. So, but we've got to get to that place where stop. We got to start moving by ourselves. That's right. You know, and being okay to not move. Being by okay, I, I did. I, I saw yeah. someone. We were talking about Tyler Perry earlier, and and it was posting. Everybody celebrate. Yay, we yay. Tyler Perry didn't bought a, a BET, and somebody jumped in the comments. Well, she, well, he don't own BET. Paramount still owns BET. I said no. Well, what I'm reading is that he's going to have controlling interest in BET, but that's not ownership. If that's your metrics, don't nobody own nothing. Like if if <laughs> if, 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 if if a business is on the stock, you know, when I look at my portfolio. I got part ownership in some of them businesses. I got stock in right. them, but there's somebody that controls that stuff, and I can't tell that man or woman to, about do anything, to right. do anything. I just want my check. Just give me my check and, and my <laughs> dividends. Give me my money. Yeah. So yeah. if if Tyler Perry is put in a position that he's got controlling interest or BET or VH1 or whatever happens, stop looking at it and saying the white man's ice ice is colder because they have some minority ownership interest in that company. Right. They know Tyler Perry right now. Good, bad, or indifferent. People have different opinions on Tyler, but what he does know is no black media. He knows how to make black content. Yeah. He knows how to. to He's done. That's what I, I mean. And I think too. 25 years of this. Plus. We got to get to the point too where just because we might not like what a person does mm -hmm. or how they did it doesn't mean we can't credit them for being successful or significant. Right? right, just because you might not like right. Tyler Perry movies doesn't right. mean you can't. Say, I mean, this man is a billionaire; like he started right. from nothing. Right. You might not like what he does, how he did it, what he, how he treats people, what, like whatever right. that is, you right. know. But he's done something that most that, of us that, that, we, that so, we haven't done that we haven't done, right? right? And there's so many. I think of us in that space where you know we see people and we're like, well, I don't like that, so I don't like them. Or I don't like what they did. Or I'm going to poo-poo. And everybody sits with the stink face on the. And it's just like. Here's the thing. I, I promise you Tyler just, Perry they don't care. I promise oh, you Tyler Perry don't give a like, dog you know, on. Tyler Perry didn't care when he was living in his car. <laughs> so what you makes you think you care he about cares what y'all about now? Right now. Right. What makes you think right. he cares right now? Right. Guys, Miguel Lloyd is in the house, uh, VP of Marketing and Communications for the Atlanta Black Chambers. He's also CEO of uh, Lloyd. Uh, Media, Lloyd, Group. Media Group. I was going to mm -hmm. say Lloyd Miguel Group. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> You'll take that too, right? Yeah. You'll take that too. Um, listen, this is a servant leader. This is a, a stalwart really here in the Atlanta business community who really kind of has, I mean, you've grown from, I mean, you, you're not from here. You've been here nine years. Been here nine I mean, years. Uh -huh. You've been able to come and establish a name, not just for yourself, but a name for tons of businesses. People are in the chamber yeah. because of you. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Because I mean, of the, com it's the community. People know right. the chambers. Right. Your your name is now becoming synonymous. Myself, Melvin, 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 of course, Melvin yeah, Coleman, Melvin. And we uh, love Melvin. You know, Michelle Glover, some of the Michelle, amazing leadership. Michelle Glover. She's we, we, crazy. We, 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 got, we got an amazing group of leaders in, in the chamber who've dedicated, uh, you know, many of us six and seven years of volunteering to yeah. grow this organization yes. to help it where it is. That's right. None of us is, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, we got many legs holding this up yeah. and it's all about building capacity, right? There are members of our organization that were down there with governor Kemp to help sign the bill recently. They, that's got money that's being set aside for minority owned businesses. That was people in the chamber. Some of our leadership, including Marquis Tate and, and Omar Ali and some of those others that were in that mix. Right. Here's the thing. If you got advocates on your behalf, 
once the advoca advocacy is done, then it's our job to jump in there in, right. in, in these in these roads which have been pathed. Right. Right. Atlanta, Georgia is an amazing place, right? Going back to MLK, not only the MLKs of the world, not just the John Lewis's of the world, but the Herman Russell's of the world, hmm. right? You know, and then people, if you don't know who Herman Russell is, do your research. Because when it's all said and done, as much as we love MLK, MLK could not have financed the dream. He needed the Herman Russells of the world right. uh, to, to do that. He needed the Maynard Jacksons of the world in politics to do that, to help those processes. So stop all with some more politicians. Politicians ain't doing a name, this, that, and the third. Anytime somebody says that to me, the conversation is over. Right. Because we all got to play our position. That's right. You're playing your role here in the media space. You know, there's a whole, I won't even get into the seven mountains because that's something that's a, that's a Christian principle, right? Okay. Right. So when you start looking at we that. We should have started with that. Right. So there's, there's roles that we all have to play. We all got to play certain roles, right. right? Stop trying to be everything to everybody. Find your lane, live in that lane, and prosper in that lane, and then come back to the table when it's all said and done and say, all right, we over here. I got the money. You got the service, right? You got the community. Let's work together. Let's build. The community. The community. Right. That's what we started with, and that's what we will end with. Miguel Lloyd has been, it's been fun. in the Real 1100 AM studio with Michelle Taylor Willis. According to Michelle, you can find him on socials at... Miguel Lloyd. Miguel, final words, anything you want to pitch, let people know before we jump Coming up, here. Um, 100 Black Men of Atlanta. I just rolled off the board there. We got our big gala coming up. We're honoring Jermaine Dupree as well as Jay Bailey. And uh, uh, we got that going on. Atlanta Black Chambers. We got an event coming up. I think next week we'll be honoring some brothers. This is Men's Month. Uh, Lloyd Media Group I'm is my company. I'm seeing all those men. Y'all are pushing through. Hey, I'm man. Like, we we try. You know, the Atlanta, like, leave that. Leave that open. Man, we try. We try. <laughs> but I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate the ability to serve the Atlanta community. And if you want to do business with me, LloydMediaGroup.net is my website. Uh, we do a lot of work in, in basically what you heard today for the last couple of hours, but also on the, on the back end of content creation development. Follow me on social, Miguel Lloyd, Inc., uh, social media. And I got two podcasts, one Chamber Live, which is my business podcast I do for the Atlanta Black Chambers. And if you guys want to have a little fun, you need to check out Life Full Circle Radio, which is I've been doing since Blog Talk Radio with my girl, Nakia Ganey, uh, Nakia Shakur. She's been married for long enough. I got to get her last <laughs> Nakia Shakur. Shout out to Omar, my man, her husband. Uh, but we do a, we have a fun show every uh, Monday night, but it's also on YouTube. You can find us there, too. So it's been amazing. Thank you for your time. Sir. No, thank you for coming in. And I told you all at the top of the show, I'm hoping that all you need is one thing. You don't have to do 10 things differently, and you mm -hmm. certainly don't have to do them all at the same time. Right. If you heard one thing here that is actionable, my charge to you is to go and do it every week, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. I am going to put the most amazing people in front of you. Some of them you've heard of, some of them you haven't, but they're doing things, I promise, that you want to do. And it's proof, it's proof, it's proof that if you want to do those things, they can happen. Happen. We bring them to you every week. My name is Michelle Taylor Willis. You can follow me on all socials at Michelle Taylor Willis. I'll be at the Taste of Soul Food July 14th in Union City. I will be at the uh, restaurant session on June 20th at the um, Greater Atlanta Urban League. That's next Tuesday at 7 p.m. I am here on Real 1100 AM every Wednesday at 4 p.m. But right now, I am out. <laughs>